The new 10-episode series Glitch on Netflix is a K-drama about a woman who joins an alien enthusiast group when her boyfriend mysteriously goes missing. On this podcast, we're discussing the pilot directed by Ro Diak and written by Jim Hansei. It's Monday, October 10th, and you're listening to today's episode. This is the third sci-fi show that we've done in a row. This one's on Netflix, but it's actually the second Netflix show to be called Glitch. And I've never really seen this done before. Yeah, because when I typed in Glitch, it came, you came up, up with, with a the Australian show. series. Yeah, like three seasons with, or something. Yeah, with Patrick Brommel, the guy from No Activity, mm-hmm, yeah. the one who made it, and also from Wilfred and stuff. I'd seen that show. It was like about uh, people who wake up from the dead and like crawl out of their graves and stuff. It had three seasons. And the weird thing about it is that it didn't come out like 20 years ago. Like I think of other shows that share names. You have Players, Maggie, The Crew. Like, like all of those are shows from the 90s that have nothing to do with the versions that were made in the 2020s, but at least it makes sense that they've been, there's been enough time where people aren't going to be confused. Right. This, they're both on Netflix, they're both science fiction, but they're completely different shows. They're not related, and they're both called Glitch. Why Why not change the name? I, I mean, I get that Glitch. I thought when yeah. I was watching this that it was going to be a remake of that other Netflix show, of the Australian Or another show. version of it, kind of yeah. like Money Heist, <laughs> when you had Korean Money Heist, right? Yeah. Um, what, what do you think the last alien show that we did was? Because we did sci-fis with vampires the last couple of times, but what, what, what's the last alien little show? Little Demon was vampires hmm. as well, right? Um, I mean, little, little Demon would actually probably count. It, it dealt with some weird creatures, monsters more like, but and or would also count. But yeah. I'm, I was thinking more like Roswell, New Mexico, where we're talking yeah. about literal aliens. But those aliens aren't... <laughs> like these aliens no no, no. Uh, these aliens are actually like cgi animated not human like at all yeah like yeah just... and the comparisons i've seen for the show is that it's like x files stranger things people of earth and uh to me personally i thought that i drew the connection when i heard the plot line about the tagline of my boyfriend vanished mm-hmm. you know yeah of deb's because that's all about a girl who like her boyfriend disappears and she starts on a mystery adventure to try to figure out what happened to him. Now that leads to a conspiracy political like thriller. And I was gonna say that Dev's also like, you figure out what happens to the boyfriend like midway through that episode, right? The first episode? Yeah. <sighs> sort of, we're given a lot of hints, but we don't know why it happened or what's going on until right. like here, later on. Right, here, um, and I'm surprised that that's given away in the log line for this show because that happens at the very end when the boyfriend is abducted. Yeah, well again, with, with uh, Korean dramas, it's a little bit different because they're always like 10 episodes episodes long and so like you get the story arc happening however the main criticism for the show has been its plot progression its pacing they say it's too drawn out that it could have been more like a movie there's not enough to justify the subplots and it's and then i read one that said it was desperate to cater to a wide audience by falling into tropes but that was just one reviewer and despite that like overall i would say that it's mixed a positive response Mm -hmm. for the show what would you say uh, I would give it, I have here a 6 out of 10. I thought that it had an interesting premise. I do agree with the fact that it's slow moving. It had a little bit of an unlikable main protagonist, and it didn't focus as much on the alien storyline as I wanted it to. 
It starts off with a girl. She's like 10 years old. She's in the middle of the park. It's like very late at night. She's listening to music and with headphones. She has a photometer there. And a then what now? A photometer. A photometer. Yeah, you even see it like kind of move up with a needle. The hell is a photometer? I think it measures light. I think that's what's going on. Oh, a photon. Like it's, it measures yeah. photons? Yeah. She just has a random like device so is like this, that. So this is for like UFOs. This is for aliens. Yeah. Okay. And she, uh, yeah, she has her headphones on. She's laying down on like this blanket that she has and she starts crying because she's like crying to the music she's listening to and i don't know why is she listening to music if she's looking for like light well she just like has closed her eyes for a second and it's something that we see her do like multiple times per episode so there's a girl in a park by herself right she's too young to be in a park by herself and she's like doing alien research but also listening to music yeah and then suddenly this huge spaceship like shows up but she can't tell because her eyes are so closed it's illuminating light it's but this is what she's looking for yeah it's really great that's the thing that's different is like most shows when they show an alien abduction or an alien intervention it's not when the character is in process of looking for that said alien <laughs> right exactly but then, she was definitely looking for them yes Good. and then she opens her eyes she sees it she tries to pull out her camera and tries to take a picture but the camera is just not going to allow her to and i feel like that's where the n- name glitch came from but there's some other things that could be that yeah shown there on the episode but that leads us into the intro so right away i was like okay like let's see where this show is going and, and I, uh, I assume that was a backflash to our main yes. character yeah because after his name is Gio. Yeah, Geo. Yeah. Um, I think it's Hong Geo, but everyone refers to her as Geo. Yeah, I'm going to just say last names. Like Bora is just Bora, even though it's yeah. Hio Bora. And then her uh, boyfriend, right? Um, not Bora's, but Geo's boyfriend is Sea uh, Cook, even though his name is Lee Sea Cook. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, and then we see a montage of Geo's day. We see that she kind of is not really happy with her life. She's working for her dad at a company because it's, her dad's really rich. And she has a best friend named Sahi, who is like kind of jealous of her, but like thinks the world of her as well. Yeah, uh, it's not that she's upset with her life. It's more that she's kind of bored by She's it. distanced. Like, she's... Like, she's successful. She's yeah. got a good job. She's got a boyfriend. Yeah, she's and got she's... everything and, that she could want. And her boyfriend's However, even, However, she's like, not happy. Yeah, her boyfriend is asking her if she wants to move in. She just... Yeah, it's just a lot of boredom. Cool. So... Uh, but the one thing about her is, is that, and you see this when she goes into a store and she drops some Red Bull. When she picks it up, she looks up and she sees an alien that's wearing a green bicycle helmet. And what does this alien look like? I would say Paul from like the 2010 film. Yes, yeah. but describe that. He's just, he's just very, very gray and he has huge eyes and he just continually stares at her. And he's tiny, right? Yeah. Like he looks like he, a kid version of an alien. No one else can see him. Okay. Uh, does he speak? No, he doesn't. He doesn't speak throughout the whole entire episode. So he just stares at her. He just stares at her and she's always... And that's when I was like, what the fuck's going on? Because uh, up until then, had you realized it was because you saw the intro scene where they introduced an alien spaceship. So obviously you knew there was some science fiction. But did you realize the extent to which you would know? And the the first thing the first thing I saw on Netflix was that it said offbeat. Yes. And that is 100 percent accurate. This show is entirely offbeat. Would you call it weird? Uh, I'd say weird. It actually reminds me a little bit of Arrival in the sense that I think that the aliens are trying to communicate with her because the next scene, which I really like, um, she's working late at her job. No one else is around. uh, And suddenly when she's like asleep on her desk, the computer like changes to a baseball game and wakes her up and she's like, what? What's going on? She drops some stuff and then she goes down to pick it up and then suddenly it switches to a kid's show. Is it a computer or a TV? 
It's a computer because that's what she. She's watching TV on the computer, but it starts changing. It channels. wasn't. No, it was. She was working on her computer, and then it just starts showing. And then TV it just yeah, it glitched. It literally did static, then went to a baseball game, did static, went to a kids show. It's weird because I could see that happening in a cartoon way easier than I can see it happening in live action. But yeah, yeah, and it continually like changes to a ton of stuff. My favorite part was that it, it you and you might have missed it because it was only there for a half second, but it switches to Squid Game at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I think it switches to Squid Game. I wasn't the sure if you would catch that because it's like a brief second right yeah yeah it's like a half a second and i think it's the marvel episode anyways i I really enjoyed that scene and uh and it was obvious that the aliens were trying to communicate with her and so she shuts off her computer and then all the computers around her turn on yeah (laughs) and like start doing the same exact thing it's just a ton of static images uh she's kind of freaked out by it and this is the turning point i feel like in her character because yeah she was like we saw that she was a little unhappy before there's even voiceover at the very beginning of the episode where she describes that but then like after this incident she just becomes totally distanced like her boyfriend is like hey i bought us a house i want to know if you want to move in together and she's just not into it she has to give him like a awkward high five and she's just like she's trying to figure out what exactly the aliens are trying to tell her and how much do we actually know about the boyfriend i felt bad for the boyfriend this episode because a lot of the time he's treated by geo as kind of like not worth the time yeah almost even when they go out to dinner and Sagukas and geo and geo's parents are all there that he, Zikuk wants to explain to her parents why they are thinking about moving in together. So he loves her. Right, Do we yeah. get anything else about him? I mean, no, not really, not in this episode. Okay, and so he loves her, and she's not that into it, and then, so what happens? Uh, so then Gio decides right before he's about to bring up moving in together, she goes for a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Um, she walks outside, <laughs> takes a little bit of a smoke break, pulls out her phone, and suddenly the phone... It's not a smoke break, though, is it? It's a it's vape. vaping. Yeah, yeah that's vaping. a big difference, yeah. Yeah, and she pulls out her phone, and suddenly the phone starts doing exactly what the computer did earlier. It starts glitching, mm-hmm. showing all the static and random images. And she's causing that, yeah? You think? I don't think so. I mean, no. if it's following her around. Oh, well, no, I think it's the aliens that are trying to get to her. Yes, but something about her is like causing that to happen. Well, it yeah, because when she looks up like around all the big TVs that are there, suddenly it's starting to like glitch on the TVs as well. And so she's in front of like a Best Buy. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of like the middle of, it reminded me almost of Times Square. It's just like a ton of huge TVs projected on, like, buildings and things like that. Cool. And suddenly all the glitching and stuff, I'm like, oh, this is happening inside her head. Because everyone around can see the TVs, but it's not something Oh, so that's a realization. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then if it couldn't get any weirder in this scene, she turns around and the alien that's been small the whole entire episode with the green helmet... It's huge. Like, <laughs> like it is. Yeah, it's it's humongous. It's Got one it. of those things where it's like, yeah, he is like, I don't even know how tall, but he's humongous. And he's, he's like a Cloverfield monster. Yes. Version. Yeah. But he's not doing anything evil. He's not like stomping well, on people. I mean, he's starting to chase her and even oh. tries to grab her at one point. Again, is this in her head? You know, I think it is because. Unreliable d- narrator? Uh, Yeah. Because when she's being chased, she, like, even goes into this big grassy field, even though she was just outside the restaurant, like, a couple minutes ago. And, like, when she's going through the grassy field, she sees, like, a van. And we learn that this van was apparently something that her and her friend in middle school used to go into and, like, tell stories about. I'm assuming her friend is Bora. I don't know if you see her in this first episode. I don't think you do. But then, yeah, Geo tries... Well, does she join a UFO club in this episode? No. Okay, all right. No. Does her boyfriend disappear in this episode? I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Just like, So she tries to open the van door, and then suddenly, when she opens 
Weapons of Andor, she finds herself on the top of a building, yes. and it's like a rooftop, and there's a ledge. Now, I was really enjoying this scene, because I was like, oh my god, like, what's going on exactly? It felt it's like, like she's in a dream. It's almost like, yeah, a character took a ton of drugs, and suddenly it's just showing An up. An LSD in a trip? <laughs> yeah. Does it feel like it had a lot of budget behind this scene? Because it seems like they're flipping a lot of locations. Yeah, I mean, it looked great as well. Yeah, great cinematography. I really like how, how big the alien was, because it did look intimidating, even though I'm but not But it's sure. not chasing her anymore, now that we're on top no, of this building. No, in fact, she's found by someone who works on the building that she's on top of, like, on the roof. Mm -hmm. And then that person brings her down inside the building. Apparently, I think he works for security and shows her the security tapes. And even though she was transplanted a ton of different places um, on the security tapes, it just looks like she was, like, circling around the, the streets. She seems like a crazy person. Yeah, came into a building. And you then, question like, her sanity. Yeah. On the so do you think what you're watching is real? At this point? Or do you think that over the progression of events, we're going to realize that she's just a schizophrenic or... You know, I really just do not know. It's, it's kind of keeping... You don't have like, a theory about this show. I do think that the aliens are real because that's kind of proven at the end of this episode. How is it proved? Uh, so basically, Sagook finally finds Geo after she ran away from the restaurant. And um, and after a couple scenes where they're talking and everything, he, they are at a restaurant and she just is finally like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with you. Like, this relationship is done. I don't really want to move in with you. Like, it's just over. Sounds like he's better off. She doesn't really love yeah. him and she's kind of distant. I feel like he could do better. Yeah, and I mean, she even has a quick scene with a therapist. His name was Hyungwoo. And it, I was glad to see him there because it felt nice knowing that not every character didn't know what she was going through. Because apparently... Hyungwoo knows that she's seen aliens before and or tries as, to help her. Okay. Yeah, and then she also was talking to him about, like, kind of how her life is in shambles. And I think that leads to the restaurant scene. Anyway, Sagook is, like, very sad. And like I said, I just felt really... It was almost like the protagonist was too unlikable in this sense because when you make the protagonist so distant from all the other characters that are going on, especially in the first episode, it just comes across as them being unlikable. Now, if you are being haunted or uh, chased by aliens constantly and you feel like no one can connect to that or believe you, then maybe you can put yourself in the mind of someone who is just going to break up with their uh, significant yeah. other and just be like, I'm going to I'm gonna deal with this the only way I know how. And the episode ends with Sagook. He's very sad. He's walking through just kind of the streets. No one's around. And suddenly... You keep saying Sagook. It's Sukuk, right? Uh, it's S-I... It's S-I-G-U-K. So that's K why... Oh, okay. Is how I had it spelled. But maybe it's just the difference between Wikipedia yeah. and how they had it subtitled. Uh, yeah. Oh, it, and you listen to it, obviously, in, in, not in English. Yeah, no. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the dub. Always, yeah. Cool. So what happens is, yeah, he's walking through and no one's around and then suddenly there's a big spaceship. So he sees the spaceship as well. Mm. And it's not entirely clear if he's been abducted or dead because <laughs> what you see, wow. what you see next is like he's not there anymore. So it's either he's on the spaceship, he's he's like just being abducted, or he's just plain out dead and they killed him and his body's not there for some reason. And you don't have any theories as to what it could be or anything? I, my mind would be racing. I mean, I just, I was trying to figure out what the show is doing because as much as it did pay attention to its main plot of like the aliens, you also had this huge like other back half where it was just Geo kind of being sad with her life and like kind of uninteresting things like the parents, not really great characters. Sagook himself, like I said, I felt bad for him, but all he cares about is kind of going into the house. So, I mean, like I was kind of preoccupied with that a little bit, but then when it focused on its alien storyline, that's when I liked it the most. It is sort of a genre mesh. In fact, they've called it a buddy comedy but you haven't met the buddy yet so i can't really talk about that too how many much. episodes is this supposed to this be? is going to be 10 episodes like most k dramas it's going to be like a one-off i'm pretty sure and it's also what unlike 
most K-dramas. It doesn't have a huge romance be- behind it. Yeah. Like, 9 out of 10 K-dramas that most people watch usually have a love triangle of some sort, and that's, like, a underlying feature, and, and it's always just those lingering shots of love between. That I doesn't know, seem like that's what's happening. Here. I know that Gio, at the beginning of the episode, has drinks with Sahi. In fact, that's when Sahi is talking about how, like, she's sad because she feels like Gio is, like, a lot prettier than her and, like, also just cooler. It was played for laughs, but they have another friend there. Maybe that's the friend. I don't think but- Bora should shows up maybe she probably until yeah, like you start learning about the ufo thing it might be like the queen's gambit yeah where it's like the first episode doesn't really actually show what the whole entire show is actually about well the creator of the show road diok she actually made a rom-com in like 2014 that she's really famous from a very ordinary couple so when i read that very this wasn't going couple. to yeah well it's it's a korean right. um show or a korean movie so i don't know if you would know it also they got the writer jin han say from a very famous netflix other korean uh drama which is called extracurricular which people really want to see a second season to but the writing is supposed to be pretty good because of that he's also happens to be the son of Song Ji-na, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, who is a really famous screenwriter who wrote Eyes of Dawn and Sandglass, two of the most influential and highly rated Korean dramas of all time. Wow. So that's some family legacy behind that. So you've got some good creation behind this. You've got some acting ability because uh, the main character is from a different show called Vincenzo. And Nana, who plays Bora, who we don't get a chance to see in this episode, she's from a Korean pop uh, girl group from it called After School, a spinoff of that called Orange Caramel, and then was also in the Korean version of The Good Wife. So she's had plenty of acting as well, but she's pretty famous. Acting is pretty good. And then also I read that it tries to explain the meaning of life. What? Yeah. That's what the show does? I think that's something that Road Deox said. That is not anything that I got from this episode. <laughs> well, I think it's supposed to be like the, the allegories be, behind her There's being... There's no allegory okay. I got from this episode that was talking about the meaning of life. It's not super yeah. deep or depth. No. But like, I thought it was like a kid show at first because of the alien prospect, her joining a UFO club, which I know she doesn't do quite yet. But um, it's rated MA. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like it would be dark. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as dark as I feel like it could have gone. It just, it it felt like at some points it didn't really know what it wanted to be. And then it felt at some points like I was actually on the edge of my seat, like when the alien is so huge and like chasing after her. So it had like this kind of barely calling it acceptable. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Six out of 10. Protagonist was unlikable. Family interactions do not really care about at all. But when it focused on its lore, I guess you could say that's when the show is at its best. I do want to give the show credit for having a small cast in this first episode because sometimes it can just be overwhelming when you have completely new show, completely new premise, and then you have just a list, long list of characters. Especially one, yeah, that's kind of as crazy as this. But no, I agree. Yeah, one of my like one of the best things about the show is that it's very easy to like follow. And okay. Yeah, there's not too many characters to keep track of or anything. Are you are you at least tempted to watch any of the rest of the I mean, series? I mean, not really, because I guess feel like. It, a lot of it is going to be what this first episode was, which hmm. is like a mesh of the alien storyline, but also what's Gio going to do about her boyfriend and her family and like all this different stuff. So yeah. you, you don't care about the answers, though? Not really. What yeah. about that big old alien, though? Don't well, you want to know what happens to it? That's what I'm saying. But that's the only interesting part of the show. Do you know how Paul got made? The 2012 movie? No, but it has a lot of that, like, kind of comedy bang with Seth Rogen, like, all those, like, Seth Rogen voiced the character. I mean, I feel like Seth Rogen, did he write it? That feels no, like something Simon Pegg and uh, what the, his friend, you know, uh, the one Nick that's... Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick Frost. Like, when they were working on Shaun of the Dead, I think they had the original idea, and then they pitched it, it got greenlit, but then the recession happened, so it got delayed, then they made it, 
and they were asked <laughs> if they wanted to do a sequel at the time. They said, maybe, but we would need a bigger budget. And then they were asked more recently, I think post-pandemic, and Simon Pegg said, it's not happening. <laughs> Anything else you want to say? I feel like even though they're trying to paint the aliens as evil as of now, I feel like they, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, no, they're just needing help from her specifically. Do you think C. Cook has a chance to come back and be okay? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going to kill him off. That's why I think it's an abduction. But mm. I think that he is going to finally like see probably more aliens than even Geo sees. If he was sort of a dick, if he had like been cheating on her or something, I think that would have been more of a like you're dead. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because here he was just like he honestly was just the most like character. A victim. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.